The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. I am here in Atlanta, Georgia. It is one week before New York Comic Con, and I don't even want to talk about it. I'm sick of thinking about it. I'm stressed. (laughs) I'm sick of looking at it. I'm sick of looking at it. I want it to be done. I don't even want to go. I'm not going. I'm done. Have fun. Have fun. Too much stress for me. Doing whatever's going to happen over there in New York. Uh, no, I, you know, I was thinking about it. I really do think this, the, you know, the panel, the Ghostbusters Afterlife panel, New York Comic Con, 2,500 people. This is the biggest Ghostbusters fan event in the history. That's got to be, there wasn't 2,500 people at FanFest, right? No. No uh, way. Yeah, I think. I think actually there were, but they were all in the uh, Walk of Fame <laughs> at, the <same> time. <laughs> at the same time. Uh, they were all yeah. there for the uh, what was the other convention that was happening? The Wizard World, the, the Wizard- Lou Ferrigno convention, dude. Yeah, yeah. the Soup I think, Nazi. I think it was like the rumor was it was supposed to be like a thousand or somewhere close to that, but I don't, I don't think they actually hit that number. Well, New York Comic Con's going to be a lot of Ghostbusters fans, <laughs> or actually regular people and. And like nine collectors, comic book fans, but I'm excited. Uh, my, my, I should introduce Jake. Uh, hi, are you excited about next week? Yeah, I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get out of my real life and I want to go watch this premiere of Chucky. (laughs) That's what we're going for. That's why we're going. And I want to know about this Chucky doll. Yeah. We're going to go to NECA (laughs) and we're going to be like, (laughs) Oh, I don't think that's, that's breaking news, right? Yeah. I, I think. I think we could talk. I don't know. Uh, Thursday, next Thursday, I think we're going to go to NECA. We're going to go to the yeah. NECA. Uh, we're just going to show up at NECA. What is their build? The NECA Towers? The NECA it's like Stark Towers. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to go. It's somebody's basement. Come and Jake, on. you said we're going to go. And we're going to. got an R for Randy. <laughs> A big R. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jake, you said we're going to find Randy. And we're going to, you're going to ask him what's yeah, going I on. Just, I just want to go right up to Randy and say, hey, you know, like I really appreciate you guys bringing bring us out here, letting us see, you know, where where all the work happens. But also like, dude, like what's up with the Chucky and Tiffany dolls? <laughs> well, why can't we get an update? I dude squander our one interaction. Yes. And then yeah. we'll take whatever information we get. And then Abby at the Chucky World premiere when they do the Q&A, mm-hmm. you'll get to ask. Jennifer Tilly. If they're making Twister figures. If they're right, right. You're gonna ask Don Mancini if he's making Twister figures. No, I'm not gonna do that. But I will ask her. Like, well, do you know when the Chucky and Tiffany doll are coming out? Uh, are, are you gonna be doing any liar liar figures, Jennifer Tilly? Uh, anyway, so we're really excited about New York, but um, and there's a lot going on with Ghostbusters. But here's here's the way I see it, like. After next week will be that final countdown to afterlife, right? 
New York Comic Con, and then we got a month of it's going to be all Ghostbusters content for for you know the foreseeable future. So yeah, this week let's do a little Ask YHS. We haven't done one in a while. I think okay. we've done three of them. I I put this as Ask YHS Anything Volume Four. I think it's Volume Four. It might be Volume Three. I don't know, but. We went to Facebook. We went to Yes Have Some Group Therapy. We said, ask us whatever you want. We'll tackle all the questions. And you guys asked a lot of questions. Abby, did you see these questions? No, I have not. You haven't looked at them? No, I've been in uh, seclusion from the questions. <laughs> uh, yes, it's like um, one of those shows where like it's like a game show. We, we put Jake, Abby, and Craig in the back. They have those headphones on where they can't hear anything. Oh, yeah. And uh, so we haven't reviewed the questions in advance. In advance? I yeah. do that thing where I add a D to words that, I don't know. That's, That's okay. My mom does that. She it's, does? All right. Yeah. It's a well, I'll, t- I'll call her and ask her how we can work work on that. Um, <laughs> real quick, Jake, do you like doing these uh, these Ask YHSs? Yeah, they're fun. Uh, you know, there, there's usually some some good weird questions in there that get that get a bit of uh, you know talk happening that maybe we wouldn't normally talk about. And it's it's a way for our listeners to get to know us and like weird ways are weird uh, shit yeah they're, yeah they're fun and also somebody i haven't looked at what is it 60 questions but i guarantee somebody went what's your holy grail what's toy what's like holy grail <laughs> there, I, there's like 63 comments yeah so we'll so. see i'm excited to hear jake's reactions because i know you want the you want the best from our listeners so i'm hoping that <laughs> they bring it we will hey, with, hey listen with 63 we're not getting through all of them no, so hey. if i just dude. say next yeah we need like a buzzer be to better drop next time we are not above telling you it was a bad question yeah all yeah. right let's get started ready yeah let's, let's do, do it, it. Bum, bum, first question from dan harshman harsh yeah. hobbies dan harshman friend of the show for the sake of this question let's say geek chic has fallen out of vogue so the amount of collectibles now is no longer i don't know what any of that means <laughs> Uh, Dan was having a little bit of a difficulty when he ran that. No, I, like I get where he's going. Does your toy collection have a finality or a completed point? So I think what he's asking is, is there ever a time where you say, I'm done. I finished the collection. Mm. Abigail. Turning my badge in. Um, God, no, I don't think so. I mean, I like new toys. I like new things coming out. I'm such a fan of like blind bags and little creatures and cute things that I feel like, uh, I like buying stuff in stores. No, I'm not going to stop. It doesn't matter if it's like part of, I'm not focusing on like any specific collections to complete. Like it's kind of whatever strikes my eye. I think people know that about me. Right. Okay. Jake, Jake, what do you think? Well, the first part of this question is very weird. And I, and I think, (laughs) you know, my, my, uh, my collecting started before geek chic was a thing, you know, like there's, it doesn't have to be popular for you to do it. But the way, Dan, you say, so the amount of collectibles is now no longer makes me feel like, are, are, are you, is this like a Thanos kind of? Like <laughs> if he snaps all collectibles out of existence, like they just stop making to- the but the But the actual question or answer to your question is there is a finality and that's when I die. Oh, yeah. That's it's nice. when the when our when our passion becomes a burden to our next of kin. <laughs> yeah, but it's really if you think about it, it's really of like circle of life kind of thing because mm-hmm. what's going to happen is we're all going to grow old, we're going to die, and somebody's going to have to do something with our massive collections. And what's probably going to happen with them is they're going to get sold. 
to a younger <gasps> Craig Goldberg or oh. a younger Abigail. And that person will continue collecting with your collection and theirs until they die. Oh my it's god. It's like a little piece of me continues. It's, it's like a no, 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 no spoilers. Nah, nah, nah. I know where you were I knew it was How coming. About, this is just big picture deep stuff. Thank you, Jake. I like that yeah, a lot. No. Uh no, I'm never I don't I think Jake you you guys both nailed it. We don't do this because it's I think what Dan was saying is there's such a plethora 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 I did that on the uh, doesn't matter. There's so many collectibles and toys being made by so many companies that there's like this never ending supply. But no, I say no, it ain't ever ending. So the fat lady sings and I am exactly. talking about Granny Gross, Ghost, mm-hmm. whatever her name is. She's, <laughs> She's a beautiful woman. Christopher Dilworth, do you think there will be a long downtime after Afterlife before another GB project, Ghostbusters project? What are your predictions post Afterlife? There's many things. I think that it will, it's just kickstarting a lot of things. I think we'll get some continuation from the movie, like a live action movie follow up. Um, definitely cartoon. So much merchandise. Like it's, it's just the beginning, in my opinion. I don't think that it's like going to be a once and done swan song type deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I, I think. Yeah, I, I think from everything we've seen, this this should really kick off the franchise. Whether or not we're going to get a new movie right away, I, I think the animated movie is probably still in play. I think a Netflix series, <laughs> new real Ghostbusters, new animated series. I think. I don't think we're going to have that five-year lull that we had after uh, Answer the Call. I really don't. I think we're going to probably, in the next year, kind of know. I would not be surprised if Jason Reitman and Gil Keenan have started working on the story or maybe even the script for uh, the sequel to Afterlife. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jake, do you have anything on that? I I mean, I think, first of all, it depends on how much money it makes. But also, like, you guys are you guys sound so optimistic I'm for being so Ghostbusters confident. fans. Yeah. Like, we're Ghostbusters fans. You should know better at this point. If you want my, like, honest answer, it's like, yeah, well, we're, 10 years from now, we'll get another Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it does keep going, but I can't. Hopefully, it's hard for me to see where that's going. Hopefully, we'll get another Ghostbusters movie before some other younger kid has all of Jake's Godzilla figures. Yeah. <laughs> I like um, that. So Christopher Dilworth asked a bunch of questions. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to all of them, but uh, he asked Jake, what's the best Jaws sequel? I think we've talked about that before, but Jake, go ahead and tell him it is. Jaws the Revenge. There you go. And then he asked, what obscure thing, show, movie, or book do you wish would get a toy line? I think that's a good question. So um, I think we're all going to say the same thing. But Abigail? Twister. (laughs) Abby just made a – she just did did this. like a twisting move. She did a twister. I made a twister. Abby just learned to sign language. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's uh, only murders in the building. Jake, what do you think? Um, Twister would be great, but my answer to that is Dinotopia because that's a a long-running show, movie, and book. Um, And it's about, you know, a dinosaur, uh, an island where people live peacefully with dinosaurs and they ride on dinosaurs and there's play sets and all kinds of cool stuff you could do from that and it doesn't exist, so. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he also asked, how does YHS celebrate Halloween? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you, uh, you're all going to find out soon for the low, low price of $24.99. Yeah. Yes. Uh, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. You'll be tuning in. Yes, you will. Um, then Dan asked more questions. Well, what is happening well, a here? Of, a lot of Dan and Christopher Dilworth here. <laughs> um, well, well, what I'll tell you what. Let's let's mix it up. Let's skip over some of theirs and get to other people. And if we have time at the end, we'll we'll uh, we'll circle back because Dan had they had yeah. a couple other good ones. All right, uh, Ryan Fenton, Jake. Well, what is this, Jake? Is this ask Jake anything? anything? Yeah. <laughs> I think Jake is so mysterious. People are just like, I got to know. So Ryan says, Jake, what's the weirdest? Ta- oh, I guess this is why. What's the weirdest tattoo request that you ever got? Um, there's a lot of weird ones. Uh, just the first one that pops in my head is one guy one time asked me for a uh, a Bugs Bunny tattoo. He wanted it like from like a big tattoo from his like shoulder to his elbow. Um, but he wanted him to be, he wanted like a big pot leaf behind him and he wanted him to be smoking weed. And I thought it was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard <laughs> of. Dumb. And I told him no. Ah, uh, that's really fun. So was he mad? Yeah, he left. <laughs> Dude, I hope he like thought of something better. Um, like Bugs yeah, Bunny it's in a the- dumb, like it was, it would have been really big and just taken up a lot. Like that's just stu- like, that makes no sense. Did you go? That's all, folks. Hey, yeah. also, you know, just like tribal tattoos, I think are really stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think Bugs There's Bunny dressed of, as a girl would be cool. Yeah. Oh. From that cartoon. Bugs Bunny what? When he's dressed up as a girl bunny, I think that would be a decent sure. tattoo. Like in Wayne's yeah. World when he's... Yeah, but you know, like the kill the rabbit, like when him and Elmer Fudd have that whole thing. Yeah. All right. Like, that would be cool. I don't know about any of these Bugs Bunny tattoos. I think if you're yeah, like, like I've got, there's a lot of yeah. cool hey, listen, things you could put permanently on yourself. If you say I've got a great idea for a tattoo and the words Bugs Bunny are in the following sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm try- I don't think so. I'm offending somebody. That's okay. That's All right. right. Here we Tweety go. Tweety Bird's cool. Okay. Uh, (laughs) JD, JD Raymer, what is your dream filming location, tour, or trip? Now, this is a good one. This is a good one. So, Jake, I'll, I'll go to you first on this one. Um, I, I'll, I'll just, I got two of those really quick. And the first one is all of the, uh, you know, maybe the Godzilla filming locations in, in Japan. Okay. Um, and my second one would be Jurassic park in Hawaii. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good like tours and stuff. You can go on there. Yeah. All right, Abigail. Um, this doesn't sound very ambitious, but it's very much what I'd like to see and haven't the house from what about Bob? The, uh, the Richard would, Dreyfus's like lake house. I think it's it, in Virginia. It's in, it's in Virginia. Virgi- Love to go there. I think some of the set Let's pieces go. are still up from like the town square, like or the general store. Which yeah, would be awesome. I'd love to we recreate. We can fucking scenes. drive to that. Yeah, I think we should. I think we could hit. I also want to go to the camp from Heavyweights, which is in North Carolina somewhere. I would love that. It's a functioning camp still. You have to pay to rent it. Um. I so my. My answer is Jaws because I've never been to Martha's Vineyard, and to me, that's that's you know I'm hoping to make make that trip happen in the next year or so. Um, Jaws yeah. is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I would love to see. Uh, you know, Jake, you've said a lot that you know it's it's you kind of know you're there when you're there, like you it's just I, it's very yeah it's identical to what it looked like, and I and yeah I, I agree with you. I think that's something I want to do that, and then yeah I want to go next year. Yeah. Besides that, I don't know. Um, I was trying to think if there's any Ghostbusters located. I mean, we've been to the library, been to the firehouse. 
Been to I think we've we've nailed most of the big ones. And so. whatever we haven't, we I, will next week. I, yeah. I really want to visit the sorry, Abby, I didn't hear you. No, I just said whatever we haven't hit, we're gonna see next week. True, yeah. Uh, I, I also really want to visit the exorcist steps. Yeah. The Joker steps? <laughs> no. The, nope. the, the Exorcist the only... steps. I want to see Rocky steps too, but Exorcist. Wait, yeah. you're okay. Let's rank movie steps. Okay. We've done this. It's called baby step. <laughs> the steps. I've been to the Rocky steps. Dreyfus's house. They ain't all that. They ain't all I'll that. Yeah. Uh, no, I, the exorcist steps are uh, pretty iconic. So, all yeah. right. Good, good question. They, they both, they both are. Right. Craig, you're going to have to go to the Joker steps by yourself. Dude, do you know how much it I'll sucks? I'll go to the Joker steps. Hey, listen. Where are those at? Chicago? They're in New York. Let's go to this weekend. Next weekend when nope. we're there. No, we, we can't. Have time. We have time oh. for that. Small trip. Craig missed the panel. He's currently dancing on the Joker step. You know how much <laughs> it's, some steps in Hapeville you can get on. Hey, if you'd do like you know to. how much it sucks? Like, like I love the Joker, like as a character, and I know that makes me just pure trash. But whatever. Yeah. At least I know, okay. right? At like, least, I kind of want to just know. go get like a shitty car, paint it purple, put the Joker across the windshield, just be <laughs> just be done with it. Do it. Uh, all right, Stuart Thompson. When are we going to see a digital or vinyl release of an? In the arms of the kaiju. <laughs> Holy I mean, shit. Craig Craig can make that happen tonight if he wants. Wait, is that a song we made up? It was from the Jeffries. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we need to start planning the Jeffries next year. Bigger and better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Special I'll, effects budget. I'll, I'll put the, in the arms of the kaiju on vinyl. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. Absolutely. <laughs> And then play it in the background of a Toku Toy Town commercial, <laughs> like the Save the Animals. That'd be cool. Yeah, uh, Jakey's gonna have a like a brick and mortar store at some point. You just know it. He's talking about. He messaged me about trying to get on Dragon Con next year. Oh, do it. Yeah. Whenever yes. he, he listened to our episode about how there's no like toy vendors yeah. really, and he was like, "Oh, maybe I should do that." I was like, "Do it." I love it. Yeah. He would crush it. He'd probably do pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Jason Grosky, what was your actual reaction to the RTV trap? You can delete the VOD after. I don't know what VOD means. My actual reaction to the RTV trap? Like in the movie or the, the toy? He, I don't know. Is he trying to get us to talk about the weird toy? Let's say movie and then understand. we'll do toy after that. Well, I think, I mean in the the trail the thing's amazing like it looks so fun you're telling me you don't want to be like riding shotgun in the ecto controlling a remote control trap mm-hmm. it's the most fun a human being can have mm-hmm. made podcast by yeah. the way today's national international podcast day and i tweeted the ghostbusters account tweeted a picture of logan kim i said now the ghostbusters account starts celebrating podcasts <laughs> yeah. after all the i literally five years i was like oh I mean, I don't think they'd mention us, but you never. Oh, it's Logan Kim. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank uh, you very much. That's um, funny. We're so humble. I don't know. Is the to- I think the toy's really cool. I mean, people joke around and stuff, but whatever. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Jake, you have one. The when I I want to give Jake credit real quick. Jake, you came to my house the day I got it, and I showed it to you. You didn't laugh. You didn't smirk. You didn't say anything other than. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. So yeah, because the the ghost part, the little the thing that people are freaking out about is not to me. It doesn't like yeah, okay, it's it's a weird shape, but that toy is one of the coolest toys that's come out from right. this. It looks like the fact that we have a blue 
you know, classic Kenner style looking ghost trap on wheels and a ghost pops. Like, I think that toy is amazing. And I was kind of annoyed at all of the weird online like people. It's just too, know, it's, talking yeah. because it's like it's childish and also like, hey, now that toy is hard to find. You right. know what? And like maybe it's hard to find because people won't stop talking trash about it. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, you all Whatever. ruined yeah, it. The toys, Respect for the, the trap. amazing. Now, I engaged a little bit with the trash talking because I thought it was fun. But like Jake, I'm kind of bummed that it limited its its like scope or I guess like its ability to continue I mean, it's on. just, I yeah, it's it, gone. Yeah, it's just yeah, it not going to come out because of the YHS listeners. Yeah, and it's functional and it looks cool and it's based off of like one of the coolest things in the movie. So it is a bummer. Yeah. I like, yeah. hey. As of now, one of the coolest things in the movie. I don't just wait until we, we see the movie. Yeah. Where do we see Lamp? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dan Pratt. Uh, is the Ecto 1A the same car Skip. for the. Skip. <laughs> we don't know. Nobody knows. We'll see. We'll know soon enough whether or not it was two cars or one car or whatever. Yeah. It's a good th- listen. If we all think about it. Don't tell me you're not sitting there going. I've fallen asleep many nights over the last couple months. I wonder what they did with the digital signage from the roof rack of the Ecto One A. You think it's still in the barn? You think they get that thing boosted up? You think they can do like a dance party in the barn? Yeah. You think they can program it and say "Welcome Podcast"? <laughs> I don't know. Should we go to the next one, dude? Maybe Podcast will yep. like use. I don't know. I'm not gonna guess. Jason Groski, do you own any AJ Quick quote T-shirts? No, but I need some. Yeah, Abby, if you were gonna make like a an AJ Quick themed T-shirt, what would it say? Like a like an inside joke. Uh, former owner of GB fans. <laughs> AJ Quick. <laughs> or or alleged owner yeah. of GB fans. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's funny. I like or, that. Uh, like a news article looking like with a like a he's a like in a surprised photo of him <laughs> in black and white. Oh, it's like Back to the Future. Yeah, like yeah. AJ Quick yeah. sells GB fans. He's like shaking. Him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, JD with another one. What was your first VHS as a kid? Ooh. Um, go for it I mean I don't really remember what the first one was because when I was a kid like we just owned VHS tapes so we just had them in the house and we taped things off of the TV I do remember my mom taping uh, Stephen King's It uh, in 1990 when I was five so I can just say that that it was the recorded off the TV copy of It Okay. It was just like you or similar. We had a lot of like I was already born into a lot of VHS tapes that were recorded over things. That's how we did it. Buy it. Yeah. Like whenever Disney Channel, they would do like a, a week for like a free subscription. Uh, week. Free week. We tape the, whole, tape week. the whole week. Yeah. Did that a lot. <laughs> uh, I think the first uh, copy like of a VHS tape that I was gifted was The Little Mermaid. I think that was from like an ant and uh, I got 101 Dalmatians. In the Aunt clamshell. Brock. Aunt Brock. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like, I think most kids get we're razzing all our friends yeah. this week. Hey, by the way, when I was a kid, we didn't have Disney channel. Do you remember the old Disney channel? Like the bumpers on that, sh- uh, like in between shows, it would be like the Disney tower with the ears, like yeah. the water tower. And I remember yeah. being at a friend's house and like seeing that and be like, Whoa, this is a rare channel to have. Like, I thought it was like, <laughs> yeah, 
I was like, dude, they they a must be rich. This is a rare channel. They have dude, they, they just have their own commercials. The Disney Channel. Yeah. Um first VHS for me had to be Ghostbusters or Back to the Future because I just I, my earliest memories are of even more so than Ghostbusters, the VHS cover of Back to the Future. Um yeah. I was born in eighty four, so uh I think we still have that. It's like waterlogged. Yeah, the box the, my Back to the Back Future to the does future. not work anymore. Yeah. But um all right, good question. Stuart Thompson. What are some of your favorite SNL skits, sketches? Skits, skits and sketches. <laughs> Two Wild and Crazy Guys is one that pops to mind immediately. Yeah, um, Dan, Dan Aykroyd and Steve mm-hmm, Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one? Say it again. Two Wild and Crazy Guys when they're like the Slovakian brothers. Oh yeah, yeah, with, like yeah. the I disco mean, suits. Dan Aykroyd is selling, you know, the Bassomatics, one of my all time favorites, the, mm. you know, but I mean, I'll be honest, like, I'm not going to pull any punches and you could call this blasphemous. I would much rather watch like the Chris Farley, Adam Sandler, David Spade years <laughs> than like the, the Bill Murray, John Belushi, Dan They're Aykroyd not, years. You know, I tried to, um, not that long ago, I tried to start SNL from the beginning and I watched like the first few episodes and I was like, oh, this is not very funny to me. And, and I think yeah. it's just because I'm watching, you know, that's early 80s stuff. And it's like I'm watching that in 2020 for the right. first it's time. And, it, and right. some of the comedy doesn't, you know, doesn't flow. Right. It doesn't. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't like translate through the years, I guess. And I was like, oh, I love these people, but. Right. Right. This I need to skip a couple seasons into right. this. You know? yeah. I think I have a fondness for them because we used to rent the like greatest hits of SNL from the library and I would watch those sketches. And to me, that was like that was like really, yeah, really pretty edgy. I think my all time like Chris Farley and uh, Patrick Swayze as the Chippendales dancers. Yeah, I, I could. It's just that's just very funny to me. I love mm-hmm. it more than anything. Um, Sherry O'Terry and uh, Will Ferrell doing like the cheerleaders. cheerleaders. I always love that. And Molly yeah. Shannon with the yeah. Catholic school girl superstar. I, I love Weekend Update. I've always loved Weekend Update. Um, obviously, Norm MacDonald. Um, and I, like, I think Colin Jost and Michael Shea are really great. Like, I think they're awesome at yeah. Weekend Update. I like I. I'm not one of those people who's like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, modern SNL sucks. It used to be better. I'm like, here's the truth about it SNL. It's never good. It's always been. It's always been 2% good. Yeah, it's always, they're always like two for 10 every night. Yeah. Um, But I did see Beck Bennett is leaving. So that's sad. I like Beck yeah, Bennett a lot. probably on to better As things. far as modern sketches, I mean, anything Andy Samberg did, anything that Kyle Mooney does, I love those guys. Mm. So, I'll, I'll say it. Kyle Moody is the, uh, when he does the weekend update character is the stand up comedian. Yeah. It's the greatest, the greatest thing. Yeah. We know. We know Catch you up. Like it. Yeah. You seen this? You seen this? You see this? You heard about this? <laughs> All right. Anything else? Move on. Derek Osborne. What is your overall Ghostbusters white whale? Tangible or intangible personal collection edition, deleted scene, unreleased music track, script interview, etc. So what's the one piece of Ghostbusters anything Hmm. This is a good question. This is what I wish I would. That's a hard question to just on the spot. In my mind, I'm trying to recreate Bobby 80s like house in my mind so I can remember something. Maybe like the Bobby 80s house. Just all just Bobby. Can I just say Bill Murray? (laughs) Yeah. Bill Murray. Hey, Bill Murray showing up at something that we're at just one time, please. There you go. Yeah. Sure. Um. I. I mean. I would love to see like 
just more Ghostbusters 2 behind the scenes stuff, production art, things like that. Yeah. Because I think we've we've been given this girth of Ghostbusters stuff over the years, but I want that GB2. I want the well of GB2. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. also one date, one coffee date with Annie Potts. Is that too much to ask for? <laughs> just a friendly chat. Just a friendly encounter. I'll pay. Craig, like this, what you just said, <laughs> coupled with talking about the Joker earlier, you're starting to come off really bad. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I said Danny Aykroyd. One date with Danny Aykroyd. Yeah. Why can't I? I do uh, that. Here's my answer. Dan Aykroyd on this episode, on this podcast. Sure. My white way. Sure. Jen, whatever yeah. his name is. Truthfully. I was called him Jan Aykroyd. <laughs> whatever his name is. Put him in the shoe. Jan. Stuart Thompson, if you could own any screen use prop, which one would you choose? That's a good question. From any movie. Shark from Jaws. Just Bruce? Yeah. All right. Abigail? I want to live in I want to live inside of it. I this just popped into my head. It would be like Yondu's little glass frog from Guardians of the Galaxy that he puts on his like dashboard. I've always been attracted to that. I think it's cute. Attracted. Attracted. I like <laughs> hey, I'm holding a crystal shard right now on chain. I like little knickknacks and shiny things. I just think sub- substituting the word liked or love with attracted is always I'm a little I'm just attracted to it. Yeah. I think that would be cool mm-hmm. to have that knickknack or like the troll doll. Yeah. Um any prop? Screen used, I mean, it's got to be a screen used proton pack, like a like yeah. a real like that's like the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Ecto One, it's got to well, be Ecto One. Well, Craig, I don't know if you know, but like um, they're auctioning one of those off. You can own one. I saw that. <laughs> An original proton pack. It is. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? I'm trying to think if I like the 2016 packs or not. I don't know if I like them or not. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That could be a whole episode. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, so let's move on. Yeah. Ryan Fenton. Craig, you mentioned having done some stand up comedy in the past. Can you share more, but in Richard Dreyfus's voice? Uh, I, I, I do know that when I'm put on the spot to do an impression, it doesn't really work. Um, I, uh, I, no, I did stand up for like four years. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I hope to one day do it again, but it's a, it's very, it's like anything else. It takes a lot of work. I was spoiled because uh, my cousin Taylor was, uh, he's a stand-up comedian. He was on America's Got Talent, Taylor Williamson, and uh, he's a good friend, and we've worked together on stuff, and I'm surprised he's never been on the show, but maybe someday. Anyways, he he thought I was good enough to like open for him, and this was right after he got off AGT, so like, I had only been doing stand up for literally a couple of weeks where you're supposed to be just like in dive bars in front of three people. And I was opening for Taylor hosting his shows at like the Orlando improv in front of like 800 people. Dude, I'm waiting for you to be on uh, the next season of comedians and cars. Yeah. 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 So anyways, I went from that to being like, this is great. You got a full house yeah. making money. To like coming back to like the local scene, yeah. Where you have being to like in front of three choose. people at two in the morning, I'm like, well, this sucks. Yeah. I don't have time to do this. I got to start a podcast. Uh, I loved it. I also did improv for a while. I think I'm. I think I. This sounds weird. I'm better at improv than I am stand up, but I like doing stand up more. It's more mm-hmm. challenging and it's hard. It's easier for me to get a laugh at an improv show because, like, let's face it, the people who go to improv shows. <laughs> 
they're yeah. like they're primed to like <laughs> they're just ready to laugh. Yeah, they get them all uh, up. God. Anyways, well, that's my story. I used to go to your um, improv shows. I thought you were funny. Pretty good. <laughs> I like your stand up too. I used to pretty have, good. Uh, pretty hey, good. I wrote your closer when you were doing your uh, big shows with Taylor. What was my closer? Can we say? I it? don't know if we can. Okay. We'll move um, on. Yeah, Craig's stand up is great. Uh, Mike Davis, what made you guys pull the trigger and start the podcast? Well, we were either going to pull that trigger or another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By not pulling the other trigger, we pulled this trigger. Um, Abby, you can speak to that. Wow. Uh, what made us do this? All right. Well, I remember Craig and I really wanting to start a podcast about pop culture stuff. It was during the time of like uh, comic book men and Chris Hardwick show, like him becoming an entity and geek chic. I think geek it was chic called. is what we're talking about. <laughs> and Craig and I were like, if these assholes can do it, why don't we try doing it? And we did. And we failed the two of us. We tried talking about the SNL 40th, which based on the SNL banter, so you can tell it's not what we should be talking about. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, the two of us sitting down trying to record episodes. It was, weird it didn't work well um, we started hanging out with jake yeah, and then we started hanging out with jake and it was like we the conversations were already very good that right. between the two of you on the phone that yeah we well, just decided yeah, to i did the thing every it. podcaster does wow we're really entertaining we should record this and force other people to listen to it so <laughs> yeah uh and then it was right before it was when it was like the middle of the production of answer the call we need we kind of wanted to lend a voice to the ghostbusters community and uh that's what we did mm-hmm. so yeah it all worked out <laughs> well We'll, well see. Yeah, I guess we'll we're still see. see. Yeah, it's plenty too, of time for disappointment. <laughs> um, Ryan Fenton, are you looking forward to the Rocky Four director's cut? Hot take: I might be more excited about that than Afterlife. That's a hot take. Oh wow! Ow. Holy oh, shit! You're in the burned. wrong group, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you need to enjoy the <laughs> uh, Rocky group therapy. Uh, I I love Rocky movies. I love the series. Rocky four has never been one of my favorites. I've always found it to be overrated. So maybe the director's cut will, uh, maybe it'll be better. I don't know. Tighten it up. Yeah. Robot free. Yeah. They got rid of the robot. Jake, have you seen Rocky four? No, oh. I've seen one Rocky movie and then that's it. Part of the plot and rock, you know, part of the thing, Rocky, I do know, I do know that there is one with a robot. Yeah. Did you just say they got rid of the robot? Yeah. The director's, the director's cut. cut yeah. They got rid of the robot. Yeah, I'll never watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that. And they've changed it. It's no longer I, the tiger. It's, uh, they asked me to write it. And, you know, anytime there's a hit song about a tiger, I got to change it. So the new one's going to be I, the Slimer. And, oh, uh, boy. hey, I finally got complimented on that. You did. On Geek Dad Life the other night when he was on yeah. the Toy Exide. He said, he said that he loved whatever that thing I did was. I saw Slimer. I saw, hey, Tiger King season two is coming. I can't believe it. Couple weeks. Get yeah. ready, folks. Jason Smith. What toy or collectible purchase do you regret the most? Flip side, what purchase did you miss on that you regret? Also, if you were in charge of Star Wars HasLab, what would you make? That's a lot of questions. Yeah. But I, I think we could tackle some of that. Jake, do you have any toys or collectibles that you regret buying? No. I was trying to think of one, and I just – I don't. You know, there there are times where I'll buy something, and I'll say, oh, man, you know what? Maybe I just spent a little too much money. But I never regret it, and I don't really sell too many things. And if I do sell something, I don't sell it because I regret it. I just sell it because I've gotten to a point where I'm like, I don't need this anymore. Yeah. So I don't think I regret buying 
anything that I've ever bought. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I like that. Abby? I mean, I'm looking at my stuff and I feel like I treasure everything that I've picked yeah. out. It all makes me happy. I do get upset if I buy something I already have, which has happened with my Phantom Menace collection many times <laughs> uh, for various reasons. Uh, but I also was looking across the way here. There's some Batman Forever soaps that we ordered off of eBay during an eBay hang and the packaging is all screwed up. And since they're soaked, they're kind of warped and like there's a f- like things like that when I kind of knew the packaging wasn't there. It's Listen, like, how do you even we've display all, it? We've all been to an antique store or a toy store and, and made an impulse purchase. That, yeah, that so I don't want to say I regret any of them, but there are times where I look in the toy room and go, can't believe I bought that. Uh, but yeah. they're always good conversation pieces. Captain um, I, <laughs> stop it. He's up. This is not Captain Planet Week on the podcast. Um, purchases you missed out on. I can answer that one. Sure. That Cloverfield toy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think about that toy a lot, and I, and I really want it, and it's very it, – you can. they're on eBay, but $1,000 or more every time. Hey, so. I, I wish I had a Sentinel because, yeah, like – that's valid. I started – dabbling with marvel legends post sentinel and yeah. i and now i've got the galactus jake we're Damn. gonna when the galactus comes i gotta introduce him to your sentinel they gotta Dude, meet. they gotta they gotta meet we gotta get these two together <laughs> yeah. um Haslab, star wars let's let's put we'll we'll save that one for like toy anxiety or something because there there's gonna be new has labs and i think they're um we'll, we'll have some good discussion around that yeah um okay cool good questions phil george can you claim your toy purchases on your taxes since you have a toy podcast that's not something that's not something i'm gonna say out loud i I think so i mean it's technically content like just look at my taxes last year it's like uh expenses castle grace call sir do you live in this castle yeah (laughs) no i needed it for work kind (laughs) of i needed it for work pencils paper clips Moss man, Fisto. <laughs> Needed it for work. Uh, I don't know. I should be better about knowing that. Note to self. Figure yeah, that who out. wants to do our taxes? Matt Sanders, Craig just landed a Harold Ramis autograph. What's the next big one for the collection? That's interesting. I want a Mark Hamill autograph. That's I, cool. I'd like to have something. I would prefer that he does like an appearance and I can go get his autograph. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. The meeting is and like uh, actually being in the presence. The yeah, that's yeah. part of the experience for me. Uh, Jake, uh, you've got a great autograph collection. What? Uh, anything you're trying well, to add to it? You know, I I haven't. I've kind of cooled on it. I haven't. I haven't been looking for a while, but I'm still, um, you know, trying to piece together a Jurassic Park collection. I think a Steven Spielberg um, autograph would be amazing. I'd also maybe like to have another. I feel like I want another Stephen King autograph on something that I can display. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a poster or something like, Oh yeah. Poster or print or something. But the, but the two Stevens I think are, are big. Those are big. Yeah. Well, also Shia LaBeouf, even Stevens, you get something from him. <laughs> Abby, you've sure. got, you've yeah. got those, uh, Indiana Jones <laughs> yeah, lithographs. I do. They're not signed, but they'd be awesome. Do you regret those? <laughs> No, I really you don't. Re- you can't regret something that. I mean, how much were those things? They're $2? cheap. That's that's the secret with me. Like everything I buy is pretty inexpensive. And then when I stumble on it later in our flat file or like in a pile of stuff when I'm cleaning, it makes me happy. Right. So it, yeah. I don't really regret anything. I love that. Yeah. Tony Taylor, with your vast love and knowledge of toys, have you ever considered? Oh, stop it. No, I'm not going to start a toy company. Tony. 
Tony. <laughs> Tony. He's <laughs> a cool guy. Tony. Rich Green, if you could have... <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Rich Green. By the way, we figured out he's actually rich. Mm-hmm. That's his it, name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could have any guests on your podcast who is currently no longer with us, who would it be? Can't say Harold Ramis. That's too easy. Okay. So anybody from history who's passed on? I'd take Carrie Fisher. Oh, that's a good That'd one. That'd be a good... That's a good one. She's very cool, seemed... Yeah. That is yeah. a good one. That's good, also good a good and hard question to come up with yeah. off the... You know, taking Harold Ramis out of the running there makes makes that a real hard question, I think. I don't know if I'd want Harold Ramis on, because he's too cerebral and smart, and he'd be doing, like, psychoanalysis about why it's actually really sad to have a Ghostbusters podcast. He's like, you could just dedicate <laughs> your life to anything you want, but this he's is the thing you He's not actually Egon. Oh, he's yeah. not? <laughs> no, I think he'd... I think he would be I awesome. I think he'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. That, Especially there was that... Like, Empire Magazine, I don't want to get into it, but the new Empire Magazine's out today. There's an interview with Ivan and Jason, and uh, there's some really good quotes in there, but one of my favorites was Ivan talking about how he always thought of Harold Ramis as his smarter, older brother, and I just love that. Mm-hmm. That's funny. It's really like sweet. That. Hey, send me that, send me that, uh, send me that, all that, the, all those articles. I'll send you all the articles. I'll read them. I had to buy the digital copy on my phone. Ooh. Yeah. That's what I did. Three ninety nine. Wow. Uh, and then Abby's just drooling over Ivan and Jason. I know. Let's, <laughs> Those um, pictures let, are good. Let's go ahead and skip Ryan's question and just... I'm not even going to acknowledge it. Continue down. Um, but yeah, so we would we say Carrie Fisher? That's a great answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Jesus Christ? Maybe Norm MacDonald? Norm nope. MacDonald. Not Jesus. All right. J.D. Raymer. How do you get the damn plasma series to build a figure to stand up? <laughs> oh, he's talking about that Sentinel uh, or the not the Sentinel. Oh yeah, the Sentinel Terror Dog. I don't know. I don't have it yet. It's hard. It's not. I kind of have it cheating. It's kind of near a box. Um, hmm. I say a prayer and a wish did me pretty good to get that thing standing up. Uh, good question though. Cool figure, Brandon Whitmore. <laughs> Who do you fantasize most about in the podcast family? <laughs> Why is it Jake Stevens? Wait, <laughs> that's the weirdest question. Yeah, you've that's ever right. it's a setup. You can't answer that. I, I, there's three things I like about this. One, I like Brandon Whitmore. We met him at Days of the Dead in yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, I think the reason I, Brandon's a huge vintage Star Wars collector, and he, I think I think that's what it is. I think it's like yeah. A, yeah. it's more of a, a platonic love of plastic. I agree. Platonic plastic? Could it be <laughs> platonic plastic? Platonic plastic? <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> We're all like, hey, that's a good thing. Jotting it down. Uh, platonic plastic. Uh, Josh Bellin, if you could create a haunted house based off any existing IP that hasn't been made, what would it be? So maybe like a Horror Nights house. This is a good question. Oh, my God. That is a good question. Huh. Oh. Uh, mm. Dude, I just want one house that's... Some of them have been made, but I want one house where every room is a different Stephen King thing. I know they've yeah. already done The Shining, but like if you do one just Stephen King themed house, that's cool. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's all the different. I think that would be fun. Okay, I like that. Has there? They did an It house already, right? No, because I'd say like a Neibolt no, Street would be. I don't think they have. That would. They look did cool. like a uh, some sort of attraction when the new, but it wasn't like a okay, horror. Yeah, night I remember it's not it was like a horror nights thing. Okay, yeah. I remember now because John Yurkaba did some footage of that. I remember that. Yep, yep, for um, sure. Ghostbusters two. Yeah. Uh, definitely GB two. <laughs> that would be great. 
It's like Dang. Haunting of Hill House would be neater, like Bly Manor. They're doing that. They're, yeah. Well, there's Hill House is this, this year. year. Okay, awesome. My yeah. wish Midnight is Mass. <laughs> Midnight Mass is the answer. Okay. <laughs> Mike Flanagan's brain. Yeah, just That's the Mike Flanagan house. I was yeah. talking. To, I was trying to make a joke last night. Abby was not having it. About, Child's game. Sorry, oh, stop it. No. Mike Flanagan. Walking out. <laughs> he just like <laughs> just casually drops like the greatest show you've ever seen once a year. And like, dude, but it, and it always is like, well, he's been working on this for forty years. I know. I can't even he's make a damn a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and be happy with it. This guy's making brilliant television. All right. Um, I have trouble spreading the 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 crunchy peanut butter. Oh, yeah, because it gets all clumped yeah. and it can break yeah. the bread. Ryan Fenton, Fenton, if you could take one minor character from Back to the Future trilogy, make a spinoff movie about them, who would it be? What would it be about? That's a cool a minor, a minor character. Mm. That's a hard question because like there ain't there hey, aren't that many minor characters. I got it. Really. Uncle Jailbird Joey. I want to know why he's in jail. <laughs> well, he. I don't think he means minor. Uh, oh, like a child is a base. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, of, like okay, so this has to be younger. No. Okay. What yeah. A, what about like? Hey, I'll tell Biff's you. Gang from. The second one. Here's the answer because he's hilarious. Lorraine's dad from the 1950s. He's all cranky and everybody just oh. yelling at everybody. Oh yeah, dude. Lorraine's I'd watch younger that. He brother. He just have a TV show. Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, what's okay. a kid like you doing in the street anyway? Kid your age. The show's called According to Lorraine's Dad. According to Lorraine's Dad. You know, he's always yelling at him. He's like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> what do you mean you've already seen this one? <laughs> all right comes from upbringing it's an idiot parents are probably idiots too love that What's best line of the movie yeah. ray cameron for craig what is the one toy line you've collected sold bought again sold again the most uh police academy i think i'm on round three of police academy oh boy and i will mm-hmm. i'll go to round four yeah. christopher ben kane your opinions on the super mario brothers movie toy line what is ertl is that the original? I'm, I'm I'm guessing that's the uh that must be the company that put those out. I don't I'm not sure. Um yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, dude, Jake, you have some of those. I don't. <laughs> um I I have the Mario and Luigi and I love all those toys and I and I would love to pick up more. Our good friend Zach Myers has I think probably the biggest Super Mario movie collection possible. He has all the figures, and not only does he have all the figures, he has he's uh, army builded. Uh, he's army building the um, the Goombas. Yeah, he mm-hmm. has he's got custom. customized. He's bought extra Mario and Luigi's to put them in their other costumes. He bought a honky tonk man to turn into Toad and shaved the hair down. <laughs> he has the entire thing, and he's always sending me new stuff and. I think that's a really cool underrated toy line. It's all really expensive stuff, especially if you want um, either in packaging or, or complete figures. Sometimes you can just find it, you know, but uh, I, I, I like that toy line a lot. Yeah. I, that, that's something I've, I've circled the wagon on. Uh, those are cool toys. I do like that movie, but yeah, Zach's got a great collection. Shout yeah. out to Zach. Shout out to his yeah. custom toys. Yeah. Very cool. All right. We got a bunch more, so we're going to kind of rapid fire some of these uh, or try to <laughs> Jose Rivera of all the toys you bought. What do you have the most emotionally emotional connection to? Similarly, what was the most emotional purchase you've made? God toy or otherwise? <laughs> well, emotional connection. It's a little bit hard for me. It, it's gotta be, you know, 
when I finally bought the first four real Ghostbusters figures, complete with ghosts and uh, proton packs, um, even more so than like the firehouse, like just just having those four originals and having it completely just washed away with all these re-releases. Now everybody can share in my emotional journey of buying Kenner Classics. Um, no, I mean, just any of the real Ghostbusters stuff, I'm going to definitely have a strong emotional connection to. Yeah. Most emotional purchase, I mean, I would say buying our first house, but honestly, by the time we did, we are just so over it that I was just like, I was more again. emotional about the milkshake I got that night. So, yeah. yeah. Jake, you have any emotional purchases? You know, I feel like anytime you find something, anytime I find a toy or something like that I had in my childhood, you know, it, it can be a thing. I think if you go back and watch, we did a video, uh, it's on our YouTube, where where I rebought this old real Ghostbusters um, alarm clock slash nightlight thing that I, I specifically remember spending a lot of time with as a kid and rebuying that also you know maybe rebuying the um the jurassic park uh compound complete and box you know that kind of stuff it's right like, just got that strong connection that's to childhood yeah, yeah. yeah. that yeah. yeah i agree on the same note like my favorite thing that i'm looking at right now would be my my little pony that i bought that i had when i was little called tootie tales i bought that during like an ebay hang and getting that thing that you used to hold all the time and have with you and carry around like back in your hand yeah. is awesome um i'd also say my scale watto that craig got for me for my birthday a few years back <laughs> no i literally like have a connection to that and it makes me very happy um and then my little salacious crumb that i picked up at galaxy's edge like recently i just i i've brought him with me places and yeah. just really like him here's the thing I, I don't want to create any rifts. We have a great relationship with Ghost Core. Uh, great relationship with, with all those guys. But um, you can count on YHS putting out VHS copies of Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I want you to all be emotional when you buy them yeah. from us. Because yeah, for sure. I'm not going to not have a VHS of the goddamn movie I've been waiting for for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Can I say this? And I actually might start getting choked up. Sure. Um, when I buy my ticket for Ghostbusters Afterlife, it's gonna be it's gonna be even though it's gonna be a fucking digital ticket on you Fandango, will be crying into your phone. I, I yeah, it it means a lot. It just means a lot. It's a big it's a big old piece of our my life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. okay. I literally just got to, I got I started to. Well, you can print out your you can just print out your um your New York Comic Con confirmation, so. dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, uh. Our tickets are supposed to come here today, but they didn't. So hopefully, they get oh, passes okay. tomorrow. Um, let's move on. Uh, good question. You're all stranded on a desert island. Very few supplies. No hope for a rescue. Who's the first one to get eaten, and why is it Jake? Why does everyone pick on Jake? That's kind of a shitty question, but I, but I guess to answer your question, because the other two are married. We'd eat you. So of course, they're going to gang up on me. Oh. No, I would. I would offer right? myself up. Although, I mean, I feel like I'm not eating any of you. Yeah, I'm I mean, having I'm having bowls of sand. <laughs> I'm just drinking salt water. Where are we? An uh, island or a boat? I don't know. Let's yeah, move on. let's just. Move. I don't want to do any of this. Get, let's get to a real question. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that was from Justin, who's a thirty dollars patron. So you're allowed to ask all the shitty questions you yeah, want. Yeah, I do. <laughs> hey, great question. <laughs> and he also is not sick, even though they're 
He got hacked. It is true. It is true that oh, he's not dude, sick. Congrats. Larry Cry, what's the worst quality or design toy you've ever owned? Something more than knees. Knees. What what knees. legitimately and not a bootleg. Worst toy. Um I'm gonna throw the the Diamond Select Dana Barrett is pretty damn bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the worst toys I've ever seen. Um I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to top that with almost every Dana Barrett toy that's ever come out. They're all bad. There's also, I will say, I I wouldn't call these like, I, I like this toy line and I have a lot of nostalgia for it and I buy it and I love it. But the nineties Godzilla toy line did this thing where, um, they would redesign the monsters to make them look more like cool and American. So like there's a monster, um, Angerous, which is Jakey's favorite, kaiju who's basically kind of looks like an ankylosaur he walks on all fours he's kind of goofy he gets beat up a lot and in the trend masters line they put him on two feet gave him muscles and he looks like a fucking video game character and it's i don't and it's not a bootleg i don't know why they do that just to try to make it look cooler and i i remember hating that when i was a kid (laughs) yeah Oh my God. Abby, do you have any that I are mean, just, I'm just looking at my shelf here. I would say that there's a fully posable, like soft cloth Anakin <laughs> that's like sitting down, like he would be in a pod racer, but he's not. And he's like doing a hand gesture. That's kind of weird. And kind of suggestion. Yeah. It was one of those that probably they could have like looked at closer before releasing. <laughs> <laughs> and there's his, a, his eyes look weird. There's too. a weird button on his crotch. Yeah. It's one of those. It's like that one slipped through the cracks. <laughs> All right, George, was having a good time. George Saba, this is really funny. I plan on buying tickets for multiple seats in the theater for when I see Afterlife at the first screening. I am COVID cautious, but I really just don't want people near me when I see it for the first time. Am I the asshole for locking out other fans from seeing it, even though I'm assisting the numbers? No, uh, I say no. Uh-uh. Nope, I, not an asshole at all. You're paying. Mm-hmm. And I, I also wouldn't want to be around people that are like, just fucking yeah, buy the dude, whole theater. If you're you a want. hero. Yeah. That's awesome. There's gonna be there's gonna be plenty of screenings for those other people to go to. I literally would. I want to see it by myself in the center of a theater with nobody around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want any previews. Just play the fucking movies. Be my tissues. Be my tissues. Obi Wan Jabroni, which is a funny name. <laughs> uh, when are you gonna invite the delivery guy onto the podcast? Oh, that's kind of funny. It's like because we always be- get the food delivered. It's going to happen. Yeah. I felt bad for him the other night. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He got robbed. Yeah. Like the night before he came over. Oh, wow. He's, they stole his car. Yeah. And right. his ID. And his dude. ID. Yeah. All right. Alex Hawkins. <laughs> what Ghostbusters and horror movie franchise crossover would you love to see? We talked about this. I yeah. think a, a episode of the real Ghostbusters where they're in the Overlook Hotel would be funny. That would be like really that. good. That oh, would be yeah. good. I would watch that. Yeah. I don't know. It's the same answer as always. Chucky and Leprechaun. Chucky and Leprechaun. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. It's always the That's answer. That's what we all want, yeah. Freddy Krueger. Uh, Matt Provincial, who's next in group therapy to win an Oscar? Well. Hmm. Not you. It, next question. It's up, to, <laughs> it's up to you. If it's you. <laughs> it could be Matt Provincial. He does music it videos. It might be Matt. It yeah. might, might be Might be a Canadian person <laughs> yeah. again. I'm sorry. Jason When Gursky. they give out Oscars for toy uh, award shows... It'll there be us. Go. The Jeffries wins a Jeffrey. Jeffreyception. <laughs> Jason Groski, where would each of you go shopping at if you could go choose anywhere in the world? Toys R Us, <laughs> 1986. Yeah. There you go. Is That's he mean a answer. store? Or? 
Yeah, I don't I don't get this question. Like Japan, Japan, Tokyo, maybe Tokyo. Yeah, sure. Between okay. all the kaiju and the wrestling, the, go- the Godzilla store in Japan. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that works. Uh, we'll we'll kind of skip ahead. Uh, Jason asked some funny, silly questions, but we got to keep it real. Got to keep it going. Justin Tung, most underrated toy line of your youth. Underrated toy line. Whew. That's a good question. Okay. I mean, Super Mario movie uh, toy line. Super Mario, <laughs> Toxic Crusaders. Toxic um, Crusaders for sure. Have you seen that one that looks like Toxic Crusaders, but they're cows? Do you know about this one? I like that. Yes, I've heard of. I I, rem, I vaguely can see those in my mind, but I don't remember anything about them. Abby, anything? I feel like y'all. This is a question for the two of you. Yeah, I didn't really. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Like, uh, honestly, growing up, we collected. If anything, like Ninja Turtles plastic. Yeah. So, but that's not <laughs> Ninja Turtles plastic. Ninja Turtles plastic. That was the name. Of, hey, fixing my headphones. That was the name of the company. <laughs> hey, is that a good name? Should we take that name? Ninja Turtles plastic. <laughs> uh, this one got me, dude. Jose Rivera. When you're feeling down, what gives you hope and why? on VHS. These two. These guys. Oh. It was really That's nice. Super nice, and it's true. Like the same. No, for me. you said ET. On You're VHS. right. Actually, you guys are way behind <laughs> Elliot because we're after ET. That's fine. It's <laughs> a perfect movie. No. So ET really it is the movie that I go to for the for comfort if I'm sick. Um, I like the emotional trajectory that you ride through. Of like, it kind of it's very cathartic. It's scary and sweet and sad, and then it's really like uproariously happy and, and wonderful, and but also with a little tinge of bittersweetness. Yeah. I really like that yeah. movie. I think uh, all of us lean into our the movies we pizza. love, pizza, the <laughs> hobbies we have. But Jake, you, you, yeah. I mean, you nailed it. It's to me, it's about it's about friends. It's about finding people that you have, uh, uh, you know, like not not. Jake, we don't agree on everything. Sometimes I don't know if we agree on anything. Um, no, dude, Beatles suck. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, when Jake, when you go hard on the Beatles, you always like. I, I don't I care, dig it, Craig, but then you the feel Beatles. bad a little bit. <laughs> what? But then you'll be, you'll feel bad and be like, no, I like some of their stuff. I like, but when- I only, I only feel bad because sometimes I feel like I've actually hurt your feelings. But well, I'm like, a contrary oh. to popular belief, I'm not in the Beatles yeah, any, anymore. You don't have any ownership. Yeah. Over no, but I do. I mean, Abby, you can probably articulate, it, articulate it better than I can, but I think a, a, a lot of it's, Hey, the community we've built around YHS, yeah. being able to do all the stuff that we do and, and DMs, uh, group chats, yeah, like it's important. super chats. All, <laughs> all of those things cheer me up. Super chats. Super chats. Money. <laughs> Taking money. your money. Nah, dude. Group therapy and like those people reaching out on um on like yeah, yeah and group chats or in it's DMs saying yeah. nice stuff is always yep. like my favorite thing. Good stuff. Adam King, if you could mash two IPs together to create the ultimate crossover movie, which two would it be? What kind of movie would come out of it for me? Ghostbusters and Men in Black. It would be a buddy cop type of movie. Um, I'm not too keen on... I don't want to combine Ghostbusters with anything. I personally liked when they were going to do Men in Black and 21 Jump Street, but... I don't know. These mashups, I don't know if they work for me. Jake, what do you think? Yeah, I don't really have an answer to this question either. It's always kind of weird. It's something that's never... Like you, I mean, can you, can you think of any examples of like good mashup movies? I don't think it happens yeah. very often. Um, I don't know, man. I'd, I'd have to think about it. I don't have an answer. 
Ghostbusters and Twister. The nope. tornadoes are being um, controlled by the ghosts. <laughs> hey, okay. I got one. I'll, I'll wait. I'll watch <laughs> I'll, that. I'll wait hey, on that I one until it's developed. Got one. Jaws and Ace Ventura. Okay. I'm in. That's that's a dream. Okay. Movie. Imagine that's this. Fun. It's just that's funny. It's just Jaws, but it's from the other perspective of Ace Ventura trying to protect the shark. <laughs> yeah. It just ends with the horror of him seeing Bruce killed. I don't know. It's a good yeah, question, but these crossovers no. are tough. Yeah. But I'd watch Ace Ventura kind of crossover with anything the thing the thing the reason crossovers never work for me is because cro- there's no crossover comes out of a like an actual good idea it's it's Original. a gimmick and yeah. when something's just born out of a gimmick it doesn't there's usually not enough steam to keep it going yeah there you so, go right. yeah everybody uh, loves them nobody respects them whoa there you go uh rob asked about horror nights but we already kind of tackled it with uh which scare zone or or I, I will. I want to add something to this. We, we can go real quick, but he, he specifically says house or scare zone. And I was a little bummed that they didn't. A lot of times uh, Universal will, if they had a house one year or they had a scare zone one year, they'll turn that into the other for the next year. Yeah. And I was kind of hoping we'd get a Ghostbusters scare zone since they had all those proton packs and they, they could do plenty of stuff with ghosts and zombies yeah. and people running around. Uh, so I was a little bummed that that's not a thing. It'd be cool to have a Ghostbusters scare zone, but yeah, definitely. There's like 40 Ghostbusters franchises in Florida that'll probably just show up and make their own Ghostbusters scare zone. <laughs> well, that is a scare zone. Yeah, <laughs> Florida is a Ghostbusters <laughs> scare zone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Almost done here, guys. Philip Clark, if you could trade all your toy collection for a small part in a new Ghostbusters movie, would you do it? No, I don't. I mean, what is well, it? Where is it like, I don't like the cost I mean, for it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to trade toys. I'd want to like. Yeah, I don't want to trade anything, but also it's going to depend. I need to know beforehand if it's like, a, are we talking about like a Ghostbusters Afterlife kind of movie? Or are we talking about a Ghostbusters 2016 kind of movie? No, I think the question is, it like, is it a small part like Kurt Fuller in Ghostbusters 2? Or is it a small part <laughs> like Peter Mosin in Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> yeah, how small are we talking? Are we patron yeah, at know. dinner? Um... I don't know. Probably not. It would have to be a. It'd have to be a juicy part. I'd have to be Oscar. Oscar Venkman the third. No. Oscar's son. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. Mark Thomas, your house is on fire. Well, fuck. Now you tell me. If you could only grab one single figure, what would it be? Mine would have to be my Kenner Superpowers Batman. I mean, I'm going for my Ecto Glows. All five. I can get all five. He said one. He said one, one single entity. figure. He put that in the directions. You can grab one thing. Uh, getting stressed. Well, if it's just if it's not for value purposes, I guess my sentimental purposes would be my Fright Features Egon, even though it's worth way less than my Ecto Glow Fright Feature. Yeah, I'd get my Jaws Barrel. Oh, I might. Mm. Ab? Uh, it's making it tough to be surrounded by so many things that I love because this room where we record has details. Abby's like, like, which figure out of my episode one collection gets saved? Legit, I am talking about the Anakin and the uh, the Obi-Wan. I think think it's the reverse. The dolls, I love those. (laughs) 
I'm looking at them right now. The two newest things. For comfort, the two newest things that I have. Uh, no, I like my Amy I and imagine, my plush no, Amy, too. The plush Amy from Congo. I think Watto yeah. is gra- Watto's gra- grabbing Abby. And like you just see Watto flying with Abby, dragging her out of the house. Yeah, like that would be the fight. That would be the domestic moment is me trying to get Watto. One more, guys, from Tommy Cavanaugh. Great questions. Thank you, everybody. You're in the toy aisle, and there's that one toy you really want, but when you get to the toy aisle, there's only one left. Standing next to you is a four-year-old child who wants the same thing. What do you do? Jacob Walsh. (laughs) Well, listen, let me tell you something. You're a lot bigger, stronger, and faster than that four-year-old child. That four-year-old child doesn't deserve it. He's probably a brat. He's going to rip right into the packaging. He's probably going to break something on it. He's probably going to lose pieces. His In an hour, he's not even going to care about it. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck about some unknown four-year-old child? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting that toy. Uh, I was about to say, he asked, what do you do? Not what do you think? Like, uh, yeah. Like, well, how I'm do you pull saying, it off? How do you, you lie? You get that fucking toy. <laughs> Either if you either you get it by getting to it faster, or you make up some story about why, like this. Yeah, is you go up to him, you're like, "Hey, uh, your parents just called. Uh, they're over there in that other aisle. They need you. Uh, your mom's <laughs> sick. You gotta go help her." <laughs> or you're like, "Hey, I work here. I'll take this up front for you. And you yeah. just take it. Uh, they're doing Fortnite it. over there." I'm trying to think they're of what doing Fortnite. Hey, there's some kids <laughs> making out of the way. Uh, yeah. TikTok ice cream bars over there or something. Yeah. You might want to check those out. <laughs> yeah, we're getting that. I toy. don't care about kids. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. Kids are ruining the toy industry, don't you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, well, we'll last one because I I, told, I said I'd come back to Dan Harshman. He's a great friend. What is your favorite movie theater snack and what movie theater afterlife promo collectible are you most excited about? We'll finish with that one. Abigail? The Ecto Popcorn Bucket? Yeah, of course. 100%. That's what we're all going <laughs> to yeah, probably I mean, say. Yeah, I mean, what other... Uh, what are... Like, are there other theater exclusives for... There, uh, there's um, been a couple Ecto-Pop? things. Some plushies. and There's a... There's a... Like a GB logo uh, popcorn bucket. Oh, I saw bucket. that. It's Japanese, right? Yeah. There's a GB Max head. <laughs> Popcorn in it. <laughs> you just lift the top off. That would be cool. He says, uh, yeah, the, you open it up and he goes, genius. genius. Actually, you just pull out a banner. It's been rolled up. By the way, John, your cable, we got to poke fun at him. You know, we talked about, we talked about this on toy anxiety. John is officially doing uh, artwork for IDW. Uh, he's doing the B variant cover for the new beast wars transformers comic. You can pre-order it now. He's doing amazing work, but I got to give John a little crap. He sent us that picture that's been going around of like the Ghostbusters afterlife tissue box that supposedly comes with your ticket. And he asked us if it was real. It's like John, John, they don't give out boxes of tissues at regular movie theaters. What's real is I was going to ask you, Craig, to pick up some like travel size Kleenex for New York. Cause I think we might need them. I'm I'm crying already. I'm crying about the whole damn thing. Um, oh yeah, favorite, but my favorite movie theater snack is a combination of popcorn and licorice, or Twizzlers, strawberry Twizzlers, and popcorn, and popcorn, and a big Diet Coke, and those little Nestle Crunch uh, minis. Okay, little crunch crunchlets. So a lot. I like raisinets the most. Yeah. Second would be Sour Patch Kids. A little bit of popcorn, and then I'm gonna have half of your Diet Coke. 
I'm a I'm a I'm a no popcorn kind of guy at a movie theater. Oh, okay. I like popcorn, like it's fine, but it makes me so thirsty. And I don't want to be having to drink anything during a movie theater because I don't want to have to pee halfway through. Yeah, yeah you got to keep the ratio so down. I, I usually like sometimes I'll get an icy. I like ices. Ooh, ices. Uh, I love getting I love getting a, a pretzel, like a soft like pretzel. a soft yeah. pretzel. Yeah. Dang, mm-hmm. Jake, I'm buying you guys soft pretzels in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find one of those oh, pretzel stands. I like that. Oh man, let's do it. Appreciate that. Dude. Hey, real quick. Hey, I hope I, I hope when we get to New York, your your cop character comes back. Me oh too. my cop! Me too. Yeah. What was his yeah, name? I miss him. He was like he was I like Mario the cop. He was like a beat cop who's kind of like, like helping those like older drunk ladies out. Yeah. And, just, and he's he like, ran with it. And it was good. Yeah. I, I'm gonna bring that back. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring <laughs> a lot back in New York. <laughs> yeah. Cats delicatessen. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. Other things. I don't know. I want to go back to. We're gonna that fist fight people Chinese at Jagalo, Jagalo Pill. Yeah. Hey, remember after we got in that fight with those people, Jagalo Pill, and then we went to that Italian restaurant like one in the morning yeah. by Times Square? Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Our server yeah. was great. He was like, I get it. There was like a club that was attached to the restaurant and it was very loud. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Well, listen, guys, this was really fun. Um, we will, you know, I posted the group therapy today. If you don't follow us for some reason on Instagram or Twitter or our YouTube page, make sure that you're on there. You're setting your notifications up. We're going to be doing a ton of content once we're in New York. We're going to give all the coverage we can for for New York Comic Con and all the afterlife festivities. And uh, this was a lot of fun. Abigail, any final words? No, I'm just excited. I'm I'm ready to move into next week. And I, I thought the questions were really good this round. So good job, good everyone. Stuff. Very yeah. good. Quality yeah, stuff. I like I like these episodes. It's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Jake? Or are we ready to roll here? No, let's get the fuck out of here, man. Let's do cool. It. Hey, and also stay tuned for a couple really cool announcements coming from YHS. We got some fun stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. your ears to the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't, but hold on, let me let me call you out for a second because All right. it's not really calling you out, but like I feel like we say that every episode. We do, right? Big stuff's coming. But it's true this time. It's true. Yeah. There's two, some really cool. There's actually some cool stuff. We got happening. some cool yeah. stuff. Two things in the works. You'll all be the first to know. If you think soft pretzels are cool, then just wait. <laughs> see what we have. Hard pretzels. Hard Imagine pretzels. that. They're crunchy, Jerry. <laughs> Dude, soft goods pretzels. The big announcement is that Seinfeld's finally coming back to Netflix. So we'll all be able to watch it again. Yes. Oh, tomorrow. God. Really? Woo! That's so right. much relief right there. For Abigail That's Gardner. That's my comfort. That's what I go to. Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. It is. That's really it. My real friends. It's my favorite thing. Abigail, Jake, YHS community, thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.